Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show and this week I have Quantum Truths Part 2 and this is a follow-on from last week's radio show and in Part 1 we discussed some of the templates for quantum realities. The theories that at the quantum level there is no outside and we are powerful creators as per the levels of consciousness we're connected to life at. These revolutionary models allow us to move out of the victim perspective of life is happening to me into the quantum creator level of life in my experience is unfolding through me. And that's the quantum model of radical personal responsibility which shifts us into the driver's seat in life. And what I'm sharing with you today goes into greater detail about that. So during this radio show, which is part two, I'm going to give you more information and more research topics to allow you to explore quantum concepts at deeper levels for yourself. The irony of the quantum journey is this. The people I know who have discovered quantum information were generally living radical personal responsibility a long time before they started searching even deeper into quantum truths. My friends, colleagues and other evolving people generally found their quantum journeys through adversity and even necessity because of the breakdowns in their life which caused them to strive for a different way to live as a result of their old life formula no longer working for them. These people research quantum truths as an extension of their spiritual self-development journeys they're already on. There's a very interesting aspect of consciousness that we should know about. When we are at a certain level of consciousness, we can absorb information that matches that level. Levels beyond that will not resonate with us. Yet when we have an intention to expand our consciousness and start efforting towards growth, then we're open and receptive to expansion into new paradigms and ways of being that exceed levels where we are previously operating. Victim consciousness does not allow for such growth because we hang on to and even fight to justify our painful, traumatized and stuck positions. It's only when we've had enough of victimization and when we're willing to give it up that we will even be open to quantum truths, let alone be able to actualize them in our lives. 
when you're ready to embrace and activate quantum truth is when you are already consciously living them, even if you don't know that you are. Because the gateway to these orientations is spiritual and not scientific. People live it through experience rather than try to mentally construct and hold on to it as concept. Quantum truths are not a logical left brain orientation. They are deeply felt as unity consciousness, which is connectedness, and the understanding our subconscious is interconnected through emotion, energy in motion, to the creation of our life. My own personal quantum expansion was through a spiritual journey that learning about quantum realities only confirmed. Quantum information resonated really deeply with me because I'd cleared enough trauma out of my body to cellularly recognize it as truth. What is exciting is we're in an incredible time where the bridge between spirituality and science is dissolving. Science is starting to confirm things that ancient spirituality has been teaching for centuries. In fact, all divisions now have a chance to dissolve and unite. Namely, the crippling separation and wars between men and women and different races and religions. And this can only begin with healing the fractures that we have all suffered within our beings, the feelings of dire separation we've suffered with our higher power, ourselves, each other and our world. The human race has lost touch with the connection of all living things, with the soul ecology of community, interrelatedness and society and how one part affects the whole. Modern day models are all about separation, separation from each other, separation from personal responsibility. They deem the mind and body as separate, emotions and body as separate, and a total separate ecology where symptoms are attempting to be treated whilst parts of the whole are either completely ignored or damaged in the process. Instant gratification is the name of the game, with no care or responsibility to the long-term well-being of anyone or anything. This victim entitlement, separation, judgment consciousness, where we've been disconnected from our own inner being, as well as our power to heal and create realities, or connect healthily with each other, and the ecology of our planet has not done any of us any favours. Thank goodness, finally, finally, we can bring together our left and right brain integrate our conscious, superconscious and subconscious and heal ourselves and then our world. I believe that answer is understanding what life really is at the quantum level and applying the truth that will set us free. So the promise and the hope of quantum realities is that again we can come home, home to the responsibility and power in our own body, the ability to heal ourselves and the ability to show up as healthy and integrated people who coexist healthily with ourselves, our planet and each other. Something needs to change and quantum realities have the answers. I believe this with all of my heart. I really want to talk about the truth that the quantum model is not new, it's ancient. The ancient teachings, the more you research them, speak of nothing but quantum understandings. 
One of the countless examples is tribal societies used to adopt the principle of a mother and father purifying themselves mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually before conceiving a child. Epigenetic science now confirms that a child's emotional and physical predispositions and the formation of an embryo's brain is absolutely made up of the state the parents are at when they bring themselves to the table at the time of conception. Many spiritual students know of the books written by Don Miguel Ruiz. One of the most famous spiritual books in my opinions of all times is his book The Four Agreements. Another of my favourite ever spiritual reads of Don's is The Mastery of Love. Don brings forth the wisdom of his people the ancient spiritual messages from the Toltecs, which are people of southern Mexico who came together to study at the ancient city of pyramids outside of Mexico City. Toltec knowledge arises from the same unity consciousness of truth as all the esoteric ancient traditions do from all around the world. Unity consciousness is the quantum model, meaning the interconnectedness of all things. The Toltec message is one of being the creator. The principle is that our life experience is a dream that we're dreaming, creating. And if it is created with love, the dream becomes a masterpiece. And if created with fear, the dream becomes a nightmare. The Toltec tradition is quantum because the belief is you create yourself whatever you believe you are. You are the way you are because that is what you believe you are. And among some of the profound, incredible teachings is in this book is this passage. We wear a social mask because it's too painful to see ourselves or let others see who we really are. And the denial system lets us pretend that everybody believes what we want them to believe about us. We put up these barriers for protection to keep other people away, but these barriers also keep us inside restricting our freedom. When you are aware that everyone around you has emotional wounds with emotional poison, you can easily understand the relationship of what the Toltecs call the dream of hell. Hell is a place of suffering, a place of fear, a place of war and violence, a place of judgment and no justice a place of punishment that never ends. There are humans versus humans in a jungle of predators, humans full of judgment, full of blame, full of guilt, full of emotional poison, envy, anger, hate, sadness, suffering. So essentially the journey of healing according to the Toltecs is about freeing ourselves at the level of causation, meeting the poison of our wounds and dealing with these wounds so that we can transform who we were being to free ourselves to become who we really are, which is love. This is the same message Mahatma Gandhi spoke when he stated, be the change that you wish to see in the world. This is the quantum model of taking 100% personal responsibility one person at a time to clean up our own side of the fence, meaning the poison we've been carrying in our own bodies. One of the most profound books you could ever read about the origins and the truth of what narcissism and victimhood really means is Wedico. 
and it's written by Paul Levy. Again, this book is absolutely quantum, just as it is all about ancient wisdom. In an identical framework to the Toltec's wisdom, Wedico describes a psychic sickness referred to by Native Americans. This is the identical concept to the poison inside humans recognized by the Toltecs. As Paul Levy states, humanity has fallen prey to a collective psychosis, which I call malignant egophrenia. Ingenious people have been tracking the same psychic virus that I call malignant egophrenia for many centuries and calling it Wetico, a Cree term which refers to a diabolically wicked person or spirit who terrorizes others. Professor Forbes, who is one of the founders of the Native American movement during the early 60s, says, For several thousands of years, human beings have suffered from a plague, a disease worse than leprosy, a sickness worse than malaria, a malady much more terrible than smallpox, Tragically, the history of the world for the past 2,000 years is in the great part the story of an epidemic of the Wetico disease. Wetico malignant egophrenia is a psychosis in the true sense of the word as being a sickness of the soul or spirit. So both Levy and Forbes are describing the same illness of the psyche, soul and spirit that has been at the root of humanity's inhumanity to itself. What Wetico is relating to is this, the sickness of ego, unconsciousness, which is all about not taking personal radical responsibility and the denying and self-avoiding of inner traumas and then projecting them at others. This is the exact states of narcissism and victimhood which is deeply interconnected as two sides of the same coin and this unconsciousness gets passed on through abusers to abused and it spreads like a disease through offspring and has become an epidemic of terrible proportions throughout mankind. The way out to heal the spreading infection of Wetico, what is it? The only answer, and the book Wetico talks about it specifically, as does every other ancient teaching in regard to evolving consciousness, as this. The quantum model of radical 100% personal responsibility, meaning the healing of one person at a time to become virus-free and awakened with this total understanding. If the wounds are within me, they are mine. No one, else, no one else is responsible for them because they are mine. No one else has the power to heal them for me. I do have the power to evolve beyond them. Then that person no longer becomes a contaminant carrying the Wetico virus and passing it on to others, which is what narcissists and people mired in victim consciousness do. In stark contrast, the people who are no longer in the trance of unconsciousness break free of the virus and start generating healing from the virus throughout the world. Nothing less than the quantum healing model can achieve that. So I want to talk with you about the most radical quantum model I have ever heard about.
A quantum truth, as I discussed in part one, is there is no outside, meaning that we're a generative force of our own personal experience. And what I'm about to share with you is well worth researching. If you've never heard of Hopoponopono, I think that's how you pronounce it, Hopoponopono, which is an ancient Hawaiian spiritual practice. Hopoponopono as a healing technique is the most radical personal responsibility quantum practice I can think of. How Hopoponopono became exposed to the world is because a Hawaiian therapist, which is Dr. Len, cured an entire ward of criminally insane patients without ever having any direct contact with them whatsoever. And this was documented as fact. Many people heard about this story. It actually went viral. And Joe Vitale, Joe, Joe Vitale, who's a well-known spiritual teacher, heard about it and co-wrote the book Zero Limits with Dr. Len, which spread word of the asylum's miraculous healing and Hopoponopono even further. So the entire basis of Hopoponopono works like this. There is only me in this entire experience and if something enters my experience, even as mere information, then I am responsible for it. Understandably, even the most spiritual people on the planet who are into taking radical personal responsibility could struggle with accepting responsibility at this level. Certainly people who are not into any sort of quantum understandings may believe that Dr. Len's belief that he himself was 100% responsible for the insane criminals being insane would think this man is crazy for taking the blame for these people's insanity. But that responsibility is exactly what he took. He spent every day that he worked in the office of the asylum going over the patient's files saying over and over, I'm sorry, Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. The truth is what he was doing was healing these patients by healing himself. The Hopoponopono belief is we are all one. And if I heal me in regard to you, then I heal you. Now please let me say as a warning, I do not agree with people trying Hopoponopono on narcissists. In all of my experience with being intimately connected to thousands of cases of the huge wake-up call of a narcissist in your life, I know this. Narcissistic abuse is a sole contract for you to leave abuse and learn to love yourself. It's not about healing that other person. And the people who have tried to make it about that, rather than heal themselves, always pay a terrible price. And I did a uh, YouTube Thriver TV episode on why Law of Attraction with Narcissists doesn't work and it's totally relevant to that point. And the link to that is on this blog article. So in the doctor's case, he certainly was not under siege or having his original wound or wounding battered to bring forth the sole lesson of recovering his own being. The interaction with the patients via their files, rather, was an opportunity to up-level matters with the use of Hopoponopono. 
So this example of radical personal responsibility shows us a profound quantum model of interconnectedness. Practitioners of Hopoponopono believe that the steps of repentance, which is I'm sorry, forgiveness, which is a statement, please forgive me, gratitude, which is a statement, thank you, and love, I love you, are forces of amazing power that call the divine to move through us as us. Okay, so now let's do a deeper dive into some quantum concepts. We're going to look at some scientific quantum findings. And this may be the part that you've been waiting for if you wish to have quantum logical and factual proof. And to be honest with you, this is the place where my eyes can glaze over. I've attempted over the years to read deep scientific research, which I find very heavy and not appealing to my, my more right-sided feeling and intuitive brain, which I promise is not how my brain used to be before up-leveling myself. For years now, I prefer less time researching and more time living in quantum ways which simply means releasing traumas and negative emotion out of my body and then being more and more free to grow, express and channel love, inspiration and radiance through my heart, my being and my life. This to me is as quantum as needed because everything that has been wonderful, miraculous and incredible in my life has come from that. And I've healed states and ways of being that I never could have if I hadn't made room for the great stuff by getting the trauma out of the way. And none of that could have happened via research. Having said this, I discovered quantum information along my growth path that did excite me because it wasn't heavy and it totally confirmed what I already felt and believed deep within me. Keep in mind that with every debate and theory that does not have real physical evidence, how can consciousness or the unseen world be physically and absolutely measured, can be argued. And there will always be theories and opinions to disprove anything, especially when communities and groups, within communities and groups, where old paradigms are not easily given up. This is why I deeply believe that quantum realities relating to the consciousness behind the creation of everything is much more verifiable when applied and lived. Please find the following information, which no matter how many people try to debunk it, is revolutionizing and shaking up the old science models. So the first is the double split experiment. And the first information that many people come across in regard to quantum understandings is the double split experiment, which was the big discovery that opened the world's eyes to quantum mechanics. This was documented in an easy to understand fashion in the movie What the Bleep. So on the blog article, I've actually put the link to that part of the movie because you're going to be able to gain a much better understanding of this experiment that I could describe in writing by watching that clip. And to me, the most important thing about the double split experiment is the realization of the connectedness, the oneness of ourselves in the universe and how our own consciousness interplays with people and situations. And this leads me on to share with you information about the holographic nature of things. So life is a hologram. 
Indigenous people's version of quantum, which is unseen reality, was that we are dreaming up our reality. That the truth is there is only our own consciousness creating what we see and experience around us. Scientifically, physics are researching the concept of the universe as a hologram. Spiritually speaking, the belief of our life as a hologram means that in every person and encounter, a part of ourselves is superimposed in it. In effect, we're always meeting an aspect of self. Absolutely. In the context of healing from narcissistic abuse, I've discovered that when I've up-leveled the parts of my cells and my wounds that related to the fears, the past traumas, the limitations and judgments that narcissists brought up for me, I broke free from abuse and all the symptoms of it. During this evolution of my own self, I've 100% recognized that the wounds of myself and narcissists were in many ways totally a match. The narcissists were projecting back to me and hurting me with my own fears of abandonment, rejection and not being loved that narcissists carry as well. What I adore about the holographic nature of things is how our consciousness is superimposed through all space and time in the entire program, entire hologram, meaning that if we make a change in our own consciousness, we can positively affect the whole as well. Ian Finn, who's my favorite yoga teacher, says this, I really believe you can change the world by getting, to a ha getting into a hammock. And I totally get what he means by that. Often we are so invested in doing whilst trying to combat something rather than aligning with and starting to experience the power of the unseen world, consciousness and the holographic nature of things. And once we do realize this power, we start getting very interested in working a shift in our consciousness first and foremost before engaging in doing. And on the blog, I've included a link to a uh, Greg Braddon clip where he talks about the universe as a holograph in helpful ways to understand it. Now, to take a deeper dive into connectedness of all things, I'd like to share with you some information about the quantum entanglement theory. So Einstein called the entanglement theory spooky action at a distance. And this is about how subatomic particles separated by even billions of light years can be entangled and when a change is made to one particle, then the other one will simultaneously reflect that change. These changes are taking a place at some level of consciousness that is not information carried at the speed of light. They happen much faster and perhaps simultaneously, regardless of the distance separating them. If we believe in entanglement theory, then we can realize that entanglement between individual cells on a micro level and even human beings at a macro level can take place when one person's state, their consciousness, is directly affecting another even if these two people are separated by physical distance and have no physical contact whatsoever. In recovery from narcissistic abuse, I have absolutely seen so much proof of energetic emotional entanglement as well as experienced it personally myself. 
When people who have been narcissistically abused uplevel their consciousness beyond the previous matching, the entangled woundedness to a narcissist, the psychic draining and affecting of energy leaves, and the person breaks free from the crippling psychic vandalization, which is that feeling like the narcissist is alive in your being, and recovers. I've discovered that this freedom from entanglement is not truly achieved by physical choices of separation. It is generated rather from a direct up-leveling of one's consciousness. So for more information regarding entanglement, there's a short video that I've posted on the blog to help you uh, get what it means. In the quantum world, we not only have the ability to release ourselves from entanglements that are not serving us, we also have the ability to unleash the connections and creations to what does. The positive and empowering things, situations and people that we never previously had access to. And this can be understood within the next quantum theory, which is superposition. Superposition refers to any topic in our life existing as a wave function until we bring our consciousness to it. And then we collapse down the wave function, which is the multiple possibilities, into what we know as a physical manifestation, which is namely physical particles. If we accept this theory as real, it means that we have a literal mural of everything available to us, multiple possibilities simultaneously available in the field, which is life, that we can align with. And what we will align with is in accordance to where our consciousness is on these topics. This is what is meant by where our attention goes is where energy flows. Therefore, if our attention is on pain and fear, we choose the quantum possibilities that match that state of consciousness and these are the events that will collapse down out of the wave function of infinite possibility to become real events and people in our life. Just as such, if we have self-partnered, worked at healing ourselves and up-leveled our consciousness to one of love, authenticity and showing up as a whole person instead of a wounded one, we are much more likely to collapse down, manifest, supportive, nourishing and flourishing, loving events and people from the infinite wave of possibility. And I've included uh, a short clip from What the Bleep on superposition in the blog article for you. Let's have a look at becoming the space of creation. The following concept is something that you can really only breathe in and feel and I invite you to do this with what I'm about to share with you. Those who are working with quantum freedom healing will already know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, here goes. To me, one of the most important parts of quantum understandings is to emulate the well-being of space. Atoms are made up of 99.9999999% space. And to me, in that space is the freedom and well-being of consciousness, known as God or creation or life force or our highest and best potential, whatever your understanding of a higher power is. 
I believe with all my heart that this higher power, this stream of consciousness, is well-being and pure positive life force. And it is only our wounds and limitations that are keeping us separated from it. The truth was nobody taught me this concept. It was deeply experienced. What I discovered is the more and more I cleared toxic density out of my body, the more and more I had the somatic experience of my cells opening up into the freedom of having more space within them. What I'm referring to is the releasing out of my being, my subconscious, the toxicity of pain, fear, judgments and the traumas I was holding. The more I did this, the more room there was to have organic well-being, love, joy and freedom flowing through me. The more space I had in my thoughts to just be and the more room there was inside me for inspiration, knowing and wisdom to arise. And the more I felt free, free of my old constrictions, old fears, old physical, mental and emotional limitations and the more able I was to enter and be in the world without fear, simply as pure love and joy. I realized that the constriction, shutting down, closing off and protection had just been trapping the density inside me, poisoning me and not allowing the space for organic God creation, source, well-being, life force to flow through me. Truly we are made of the same stuff as is everything in this universe. And for more information on this you can watch this wonderful presentation by Carl Sagan and I've put that link on the blog article. My belief is that we are supposed to be at one with the universe, one with the space, infinite possibility, well-being and joy and that is impossible when we have density and fear trapped inside us clogging us up. I believe that this is the template of oneness and unity consciousness that we can all become one person at a time. Because at the coded DNA level, we already are this. It is just the false states of density, fear and judgment that have separated us from this truth. To me, truths are embodied. They're not just tried on as mere ideas. And they're embodied by creating space in our bodies when we clear the toxic junk, which is our trapped painful emotions, traumas and beliefs, and get them out of the way. Because the understand, then the understanding of ourselves, the universe and life simply arises from within. This is how virtually all my information has come to me in a deeply organically felt way. It's the same for so many others on this path because it is coded within us to begin with. We just need to be at the level of consciousness to remember who we really are. So let's have a look at the quantum way to heal from trauma. When we go quantum in relation to healing from narcissistic abuse or anything actually at all, we step out of the life orientation of trying to sort ourselves out logically and we drop into a much deeper level, the subconscious, which is connected at wave function to everything in the hologram. We were always taught that our logical mind is where our life is taking place. Modern science and epigenetics now explains to us that this is not the truth. I want you to think about this. 
Our subconscious is in charge of the literal trillions of chemical processes our body is involved in every second of our life. Processes that keep our organs working, cells reproducing, our hair growing, our eyes seeing and countless other tasks. None of this is any knowledge that our logical mind understands, let alone knows how to do. You see, the subconscious is the power machine. It is universal. It's connected to all that is, the entire field. It's timeless. And it just does whatever it is programmed to do, creating, giving birth to, and drawing all the necessary components from life, situations and people to fulfill its programming. It has no sense of right or wrong. It just does what the programming tells it to do unconditionally. There are ways to know if our superconscious mind, which is our highest and best potential, and our conscious mind, what we would like, and our subconscious, which is our internal operating system, are aligned. If they are, we feel clean, alive, spacious and free. And we have no need to try to control the outcomes of life. We live without, a, without fear. And our life works by starting to break into new desired ground that our previous misalignments were keeping us separated from. This is called breakthrough. In stark contrast, when our subconscious is manufacturing evidence of beliefs that are not aligned with our superconscious, which is our highest and best potential, and our conscious, which is what we'd really like. We feel traumatized, depressed, anxious, fearful of life, obsessing about our past and worried about our future. We try to think harder or to change our thinking to try to change what we are feeling, which only leads to more obsessions, more struggles and more self-sabotage. Narcissistic abuse is the absolute experience of that which we all know so well. And this is called breakdown. If we think that our logical mind is in charge of our life, we really need to think again. It isn't. Because our subconscious operates 40 million nerve ends per second within our brain center and our conscious mind is only operating 40 per second. Our mind is only ever a servant of what is already existing as our subconscious programming for good or bad. Bruce Lipton's findings are that by 35 years of age, 95% or more of people's lives are on a predestined trajectory regardless of what they try to think. Because our mind with its teeny 5% power over a 95% powerful subconscious machine is like trying to beat an elephant with a mosquito. When we go quantum we realize our thoughts are wrapped around exactly what our subconscious programs have decided is real for us. For example, we will think negatively about love or money or ourselves if our previous instilled beliefs have traumas on these subjects. Traumatic inner belief system programming didn't happen logically. None of it. The greater majority of it happened before we had any logical, developed, sophisticated brain 12 years of age. It was all created from our emotional feelings. The subconscious takes in powerful emotional data and then makes the belief in accordance to the emotional assessment. These beliefs are formed by emotion, emotion, which means energy and motion. 
That is how our entire life is created and logical thinking has very little impact on emotional belief systems, especially those which carry high emotional traumatic content. I want you to feel these statements that I'm about to make. I think traumatized. I think abandoned. I think devastated. Of course that sounds ridiculous. There is a total disconnect with that. Of course the world think is meant to be replaced with feel. Thinking is not the language of the emotions and was not how belief systems were formed and is never the solution or the way to reprogram them. When we go quantum, we start feeling and getting inside our bodies to self-partner with our emotions and when and then we start working with subconscious reprogramming tools that have the ability to bypass the logical filters and get to the truth of the wounds inside us. We cannot heal what we're not prepared to feel. And once we do, and once we have the right tools to work with, we can transform ourselves in quantum ways beyond description. And that's exactly what my Thriver Healing Orientation is all about. So in conclusion, to simplify what I believe quantum truths and holographic realities are all about, it is this. We are all one. There is no place at the wave function level where you start and I stop. We're all made of the same stuff. We're all a part of creation. If we all cleaned up our trauma and had this knowing of oneness deep in our cellular DNA, we could never harm another because we would know that is only harming ourselves. We would also stop pointing our finger outwards at other people trying to change them knowing that the only change we can ever make is ourselves. No economic, political or societal punishment or reform will ever heal humanity. Only a shift in consciousness ever can. Because damaging behavior happens as a result of painful beliefs. Hurt people hurt people. Negative beliefs happen as a result of trapped trauma creating these painful beliefs. Until trauma is released from people's beings and humanity, one person at a time, hell on earth continues. Imagine a world where every human being took personal evolutionary responsibility at this level, working at healing themselves from their own trauma. Then we would all live our lives free of fear, pain and judgment as an expansive free self and no longer as a small limited closed down self. Then we would no longer protect, defend, harm, attack, hide, hoard or damage. Then we would generate healing, wholeness and oneness to humanity and to our world. And then we would know that every time we free a part of ourselves, we assist in freeing all other related parts within the hologram. And we would create heaven on earth. That's the quantum model of healing it's possible it's real and we can make it happen together one person at a time 
So I hope that this has given you some added information about quantum truths. And please do look at the clips that I put up on the blog article, which is at blog.melanietonyevans.com. And as always, I really look forward to answering your comments and your questions on the blog article. So that's it from me. Until next week, everybody, and lots of love. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.